0: Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Tender moments over coffee and pastries, but the real question is, how much more Lolo can Lolo go? All of that and so much more on tonight's Survivor After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Happy Wednesday, everyone. That means it's another episode of the Survivor After Show here at Afterbus TV. I'm your host, James Wallington, and Timothy and Paige are both out of town tonight, which means I have a special guest in the studio tonight. My dear friend, and I would say the queen of Survivor Palau, Katie Gallagher. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Katie.
1: Thank you for having me. This is fun and new. <laughs>
0: Um I'm sure a lot of our viewers are going to want to know like what you've been up to since Survivor Palau. So what what's what's new with Katie?
1: Uh, I work as a TV producer in reality television. Fun. So it is super fun. So I get to be a part of um I work on The Challenge Ooh, mostly uh, primarily. I've done some other shows too, but um not this one. There's the next one. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm the worst at this. <laughs> anyway, yes. I am a TV producer. I love reality television. And this is just another way for me to play the game.
0: Do you love being on the other side?
1: I do. I like being on the other side more than I like being in front of the camera. I love it. Yeah, it's fun for me. And I get to hear the scoop from everybody. And so I just have a different role. I always said that like Jeff Probst... Plays the game, he just has a different role. And sure. I feel the same way about myself. Although, of course, I don't do anything to influence the game. It's I just, just get the scoop from everybody. Yeah. So I love it.
0: I love that. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of questions by the end of the after show. So if you have questions for Katie that you would love for her to answer, um, let's do that at the end of the show. So let's just dive right into tonight's episode. It was Diamond in the Rough, episode five. Right off the bat, night twelve, Malolo is coming back from tribal council, and Bradley is like, "Oh my gosh! Like tonight was a massive wake up call for me. He really thought he was going home."
1: I don't think I believe that. Actually. Really? <laughs> no, I think that he is super, super smart, mm-hmm. and um, I think he's a survivor nerd. I don't. I don't know. I think it's safe to say when you're there. Like, of course, you never want to say, "Oh no, I knew I wasn't going home." Yeah. I don't think he thought he was going home.
0: Well, he did appreciate. I feel like he kind of appreciated when he said, "Michael, that was a really great lie." Because last week with James's uh, former idol, Brad, uh, Michael made that lie up about how it could save two people instead of one. Because James went home with two idols in China, so it was a good lie in the grand scheme of like Survivor fandom. Because I think I would have believed it, being the super fan that I am. Like, oh, you can play that on two people? Oh, what James went home with two idols, it kind of would make sense, you know?
1: It was a smart lie, but I don't know if lying is, the, in my opinion, I don't think lying is the best idea. Um, and then telling people that you lied. So you, like, basically said, oh, yeah, sorry, I lied. I don't know. It's different for me because I'm old school. Like, these people are all super, super young, in my opinion. True. So they appreciate Especially that.
0: Michael. 18. Michael is
1: 12. <laughs> And so distractingly handsome. I mean, we can it's talk true. about we that. We were
0: talking about how like, he's like getting more attractive every it's episode. It's inappropriate.
1: <laughs> He, and he's getting better looking cuz he's more like homeless looking, and more survivory and like oh, he's just like so adorable. I know and he's so young. But, he's but Michael so did say cute. that like, that was
0: his first hard fall in this game and that he really does not believe he reversed the curse of James's idol cuz he didn't. He totally played that very wrong last week. But <laughs> Going into the reward challenge tonight, uh, we find out that they're going to be winning coffee and pastries, which everyone seemed to be really excited about. I thought the reward challenge in itself was rather anticlimactic. Like, I had a hard time paying attention. You and I were, like, giggling over in the corner because it was just, like, not... It didn't really grab my attention. They're grabbing sandbags, throwing them into a a basket. I mean, like, what did you think? I mean, you actually lived through these challenges in Palau, <laughs> so, like, what did you think of tonight's challenge? Well,
1: let's be clear here. I sat out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at playing Survivor. I'm just not um, good at the challenges. I used to fast forward through the challenges as a fan. I was like one of the original like, super fans. Like, mm. I wrote my senior thesis on Survivor yeah. in college. I was a big old dork. But this particular challenge, to answer your question, yeah, I was like, I don't know what was happening. Everyone's just like throwing sandbags. <laughs> like, I think it, I don't know how it was designed, but maybe when they tested it, it was like, you know, maybe one at a time and it lasted a little bit longer. Like everyone was just like babies that were told to clean up their playroom really quick and everyone just went for it and, and then just started throwing. Yeah. It I mean, with it's them. interesting to see the way that people um, take on challenges because sometimes the, people do challenges. N- in a different way than it was tested. So you sure. just kind of have to go with it.
0: Well, like I mean, Chris really, again, is showing that he is very oh. physical <laughs> in these challenges. I mean, Bria Carter in the live chat just said, Chris was killing it. Holy crap. And then James mirror domain said, Chris has an arm. I do want to mm. ask. There was one question that Sheena one, two, three had for Katie. I believe he said, if you were on this season of survivor, who would you align with and why?
1: Mm. It's a good question it's a
0: very good i question.
1: usually watch it and play that way uh-huh. and i always have like i play that way but like how do i fit into all of this and for me personally i am not part of this demographic hmm. overall these people are in their 20s the oldest person it's is like, not like a there's no grandpappy on this season like, like it's like Dominic dom or, but yeah. he's younger than I am okay i mean i shouldn't <laughs> tell my age but he is like i am the same age as angela and she's the oldest person like in the angela game too. right now yeah so you have to be able to identify with people I, I know there's good there's a it's just a whole different generation of people playing and i love it it's different people play in a different way who do
0: you think you would have had a shot with then, um, on some strategic level
1: That's a really good question I have to think about
0: okay that. we'll get back Can to we'll hold that question and again you guys if not you have a question Chris. Not yet. Yeah, definitely not Chris. If it you guys can't. have a question for Katie that's pertaining to this season that we can have like a topic of conversation <laughs> over, definitely ask it. But if you want to know anything that Katie's been up to since her sh- time on the show, we'll wait till the end of our after show to talk to Katie. So just to clarify that.
1: Because do know, want questions. I have an answer now. I just had to think okay. about it. Because I can't commit. I mean, I would align with Laurel. She's yes. super, super strong. Uh, it depends on where I was. She's a triple threat. I know. She's really good, and she seems really nice. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. Other than that, I feel like she's solid, and she doesn't, she's thinking for herself. She's not like, yeah. I'm just going to go with Chris, who told me what to do. Because, no. so I just know that I'm not aligning I with like
0: Chris. your choice with Thanks. Laurel. Well, since we are speaking of Chris, I mean, he did clearly carry his tribe to victory in tonight's reward challenge, ultimately winning for his tribe the coffees and pastries. But, like, let's talk about his, like, one-liner bit that happened after the fact where he had to do this whole... The mic drop. Yeah. Like, what are you doing?
1: He's he's a lot. There's a lot happening there. He was in his... He's on a high, and I think a literal high, because they got coffee. Like, think about it. He really
0: wanted those coffee and pastries
1: without any food unless you go over to ghost island where they serve you rice and like well you
0: told me a fun fact that <laughs> i mean probably no one would know because they didn't show it in palau but you had coffee for the first time
1: yes i did so we had a um auction and we were given 500 dollars, and so i saved my money um for my letters from home but there's ian and i split it was like 50 bucks or something nobody wanted that it was like a iced coffee and a pastry <laughs> And it was a cinnamon roll. I could taste it. (laughs) But we shared the iced coffee and it was like super sugary and super milky and ice. Like, I just wanted ice. I wanted ice the entire time. Like so that was your all, first wanted, time ever the the having coffee? the first time I ever had coffee and I was so hopped up. I was like, I hated doing interviews. So I was like, really? I have to get up. Like, I have to walk over there. But that day I was like, I'll do an interview. What would you like to talk about? Let's talk so about anything. Hyped up on some coffee. So, he's super hopped up on that and himself because he won. Yeah, like
0: was- Bria Carter, Chris's rap. Like, what? That's exactly. Yeah was exactly that a rap what we were thinking yeah
1: it was like a it weird like
0: want to be doctor seuss rhyme rap <laughs> like it was just like not working also, out also doctor
1: seuss <laughs> never dropped any mic
0: <laughs> that is very true <laughs> uh yeah James's, uh, james is james chris's freestyle lol <laughs> it was very interesting but i will never get over the whole
1: no <sighs> like, and I...
0: <laughs> okay and, and then also... he physically dropped the mic he, okay. yeah
1: he did. And he was also <laughs> screaming with such fervor, I want pastries! Oh, yeah, and they were playing, like, patriotic music, like, do it for America! <laughs> like, I love it when people go to the depth of their soul, but that's that's when it starts to get good. Yeah. When people are, like, going to kill each other for a damn pastry. pastry. <laughs> like, I didn't even have coffee, and I was like, oh, I want that coffee so bad, because there's ice in it. I just want the ice. <laughs>
0: Well, because they won, they got the opportunity to send someone from the opposing tribe to Ghost Island. But, of course, in previous episodes, they just go to rocks, which to me is very anticlimactic. And it also just kind of defeats the purpose of the element of Ghost Island. Like, I want people to literally debate why someone should go to Ghost Island. That's better television to me. And then ultimately, if it comes down to drawing rocks, whatever. But I want to see some debate. Of who should go to go silent.
1: Yes, because it's a game move. Then yeah. you know where people's loyalties are, or you can help them out later. And I'm sure Propes is like Alright. Toss Rocks. What is the toss the name of the episode should be Toss Rocks. I'm tossing rock in my day. Like, is that a thing? Do we toss rocks?
0: Well, I I'm actually curious to know, as a former Survivor player, when the tribe I mean well, on Palau, I mean it was only Stephanie left <laughs> over on her tribe. Yeah. But with this season and pretty much other tribe swaps it seems like when you merge into a new tribe with former tribe members you naturally gravitate to each other do you think that's really the best move
1: no i mean it's hard to it's hard to not do that because a lot of what you don't see is this history and history being like you know 13 days or what 12 nights or whatever it is but like we had we put every we were all on one island at first and i think it was two nights even though it only looked like one on tv it might have been two nights but we were there and we were sleeping through our first couple of nights on survivor and it was like you bond with people and that's not something that you're seeing it's just there is some shots of it this this episode of people just like zoning out because you're so hungry and you're Mm -hmm. so just like completely out of your mind and so when you do spend that time with people you bond you can't help it when people go through terrible experiences with one another you can't help but bond so even if you don't necessarily like that person it's like karen <laughs> it's like <laughs> karen was on my then. but she still was like you know it's like the weird aunt that you like All right, whatever, your family. Like, you can say that (laughs) stuff because, like, you're the annoying aunt. I I don't know. Does that make sense? No, yes. Like, you can't help it because you have, like, history with people. That's so
0: true. And I think that's why I really love Laurel, though, because on her new tribe she's actually playing or at least putting some feelers out that's why she's kind of gravitating towards dominic and wendell which i'm like i like that she's playing her options just like donathan with that moment he had tonight with chris but before we talk about the pastries and coffees enjoyment
1: really getting to me (laughs) (laughs)
0: let's talk about ghost island and stephanie mermaid on a rock um she went to ghost island tonight because she the wrong rock, and of course, anticlimactic. Nothing happened. No game, which I was really hoping there would be, because mm-hmm. I feel like Stephanie would have gone for it regardless, because she's a gamer. But because she, made rice. she just made rice, and, and then like, looked out, reflected <laughs> on a rock, and just did this little hope, hope. Yeah, I had. She had should have written
1: hope in the sand. I'll tell you that. Because it worked every other time. It did not work this time.
0: <laughs> that's so true. Well, we also mentioned that the Ghost Island, we talked about this on previous after shows, but I know you made a note of it tonight when we were watching together, is that Ghost Island really is an opportunity for us as a viewer to get to know like a raw version of these players and get a little bit more story of why they're either rootable or not someone you want to root against. And so far, everyone that's been on Ghost Island, you kind of root for. Like Stephanie was definitely pulling on the heartstrings with the whole I'm a single mom, I have two children, I want to make my children proud. So I love that we get to see that human side, not the gamer side.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they did that. Um, they've done that before. It's like when you send someone away to Exile Island or whatever it is. On My season was like the first season they've ever really did that. You just see someone alone. And you're so alone. And she was right. Those nights are so long. 24 hours is a really long time to be away. But it also, when people, when you're not there, People talk. People talk about you. And that's one night that you're away from all those people Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well, bye. You're not around. We forgot about you anyway. Might as well just send you home. Like, it's just an easier way to get rid (laughs) of somebody. No more hope in the
0: sand. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was (laughs) Stephanie. She was on Ghost Island. At least she got to experience it. Um, But Naviti obviously enjoying their coffee and pastries. But I really liked this moment because I love Laurel. So we got to see a lot more of Laurel tonight really stepping into sitting down with Donathan because Donathan had a moment of vulnerability with us about his, you know, mama and his mom and how having coffee and pastries reminds him of home. And just, it makes me find him more endearing. You know what I mean? Like, Donathan's just a very endearing player and he's just unlike any player we've seen in recent seasons. So what did you think of that moment between Laurel and Donathan?
1: Donathan was like... A lost boy and Never they Never Neverland with his little <laughs> striped socks, and she was like Wendy. She came over. Oh and it, was like, it was so sweet. I love
0: that comparison.
1: But he yes. was—he's lost. He's never done any. I doubt he's done anything like this. Not ever in life his experience. life. Yeah, and he like, said
0: that he never really has left Kentucky.
1: So, no. and I mean, it's weird. The things that you attach to, and like smells from home, or just talking about things from home, can trigger that. And he's—he's he's so young, and so. Uh, emotionally raw Mm -hmm. that I feel like, I mean, I feel like everyone's about to break, but that poor kid is like, he needed that. He needed that moment from Laurel. She was like, just cause she took him back into the game. Like imagine watching this with her. Laurel and is that, so slick. She's because she's, she's smart. She's Ivy leaguer. She's but she's, she's genuine. One. Like it's yeah, not she's like legit.
0: Chris, where we talked about how he saw Jonathan <laughs> having a vulnerable moment and decided to seize that as an opportunity. Which, granted, it's part of the game. But at the same time, it's like, oh, like Laurel took the moment to be like, "I'm here. I'm your friend. Like I'm let's hearing. talk." But like at the same time, like we're in a game. Chris was just like, "Oh, this is a good moment for me to bond with him about our moms," but. For game benefits, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. I don't know. I just didn't really like.
1: It didn't sit well with you me. and me both. I was like <laughs> him and and Han the entire time he was talking. I mean, I I'm probably going to sound super insensitive, but <laughs> it, it was like Donathan's like, well, I just really miss my mom, and he's like, well, let me tell you a story about my mom.
0: Yeah, he went I on and talked on himself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm just not a really big fan of Chris right now. I feel like he doesn't listen to women. <laughs> I feel like he is really good, and he is probably going to continue to make it, and they wouldn't do as well. But there's also that feeling around camp people are not nice.
0: Mm-hmm. And you even said, too, during the challenge, like, they need to get rid of him. They like, need they to don't get, get rid of, rid of him.
1: Get rid yeah. of him now.
0: But I'm really going back to Laurel and Donathan for a second because they're on my fantasy draft. I'm really hoping we see more, more screen time of their relationship because I think that they have a very in, they seem like obviously opposites attract. I think that they're so pulled from very different backgrounds and I want to see them really flourish in the game together.
1: Yeah, he needs to get some food. He's gonna <laughs> he's really gonna start to crack. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, you, there's only so long that you can hold someone up. But yeah. we also don't know what he is capable of, and either True. does he? Like, well, he first did
0: dive down and get those balls. Yeah, because he was like, well, "I'm not doing Surprising this. himself, I people like.
1: forget. Young people, all those <laughs> youngins, they forget that. Like, this is legit. Survivor is legit, mm-hmm. and it's not a good program for anyone to watch if people don't do it. But I think we see these people that have watched it and played it on tv and then you get out there and it's like you're legit starving like you, Bradley are, you complaining. can't complaining yeah like you like guess what it's gonna suck you're gonna get eaten live by bugs you're not gonna sleep you're not gonna eat you're and it's not even that you're not gonna have anything to drink like everyone's mouth in this episode was like so <laughs> like dry like, hoop, hoop like, like i probably have it like, like who's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god i i get thirsty when i watch it i get hungry
0: Oh, I say, I well, this immunity challenge <laughs> is, I was excited. I loved this challenge. It was a little bit more engaging than the reward challenge. And they had to run out on these floating platforms, grab a bag, and then surf back with their tribe using these, like, rotation devices. And once they had three bags, it would help with this, like, what was it? Like a combination lock to then unlock I the sliding I puzzle. Sure. I, yeah, I didn't understand the bags and how they correlated. But, you know, they did it, and then they had to do the, the, the sliding puzzle to spell Ghost Island. Who really stuck out to you in this immunity challenge? Or were there any moments you found, like, hilarious?
1: Okay, so I always look at the person that is, looks like they're about to die, and then I relate to them. Um, so, Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> was a mess. Also, oh, my God, Desiree, like, she was literally Drowning. Being, like, drowning and, like a, <laughs> like, some sort of, like, dolphin before they come up. I'm like, is she okay? And Jeff's like, whoa, like... What if she wasn't okay? They're just... Rah, rah, I know. The best part was running. like, I wish... I hope
0: someone makes like a, a gif of it. Because, oh, like, I'm sure. Because like... With the water like on her <laughs> forehead and you can see her eyes and she's like... Like literally Cats like... off to her. Drowning. <laughs> she,
1: but she wasn't. She was like... <laughs> like she just got up. I mean, I guess you just go if someone's pulling you out of the water. That's very definitely too.
0: stuck out to me. Chelsea, like... First off again, who is she? We <laughs> don't really know much her about
1: her. Right now.
0: Her hair is definitely changing color. Something's going I, on.
1: I, maybe she had red before. Hair and before. the dye
0: is coming out, because it looked brunette to me. I thought she More had black brunette.
1: hair, but I also did not know who she was, and <laughs> she I it. I just knew <laughs> no she was in today's challenge. I,
0: um, I also love Wendell. I think Wendell oh, performed Mr. very Wendell. well in tonight's challenge, and we also talked about Wendell a little bit while we were watching together, and how He's just a very... Di- Same with Donathan. Like, something about Wendell makes him very different than previous Survivor players in the last few seasons. He's just and very genuine. He's
1: genuine. I feel like he's a nice person. Like, at that moment where he, like, came over with Dom and Laurel and Donathan, like, I just really was like, yeah, that's my crew. Like, Those four. A- yeah. It's a, it's a It's a motley crew. It's a mm-hmm. weird crew. But it's a genuine crew they came together because they genuinely like one another
0: well hopefully donathan will stick with that because tonight Jonathan's he's like I'm going, playing two sides i'm like no go back to is, laurel and Dom he's and not
1: Wendell. in <laughs> any shape to be doing anything like that if he is triggered by coffee <laughs> this guy like just the smell of coffee he's losing his mind he should not be jumping any ship
0: <laughs> don't go to chris don't, Jonathan. don't, don't do go it. to chris um Also, like, James actually performed well in a challenge. Or do you think Dominic was doing most of it? I'm sorry,
1: who's James? (laughs) I can't with James.
0: But, like, it seemed like he was doing a relatively decent job in the challenge. I mean, in the last few, he just hasn't really performed up to par. And he knows it. And I feel like he did tonight.
1: I think it was a scramble. It was a too much scramble. going on. He was just scrambling to move those puzzle pieces. I know he was like, whatever. I should not have... I have no room to talk, you guys. I know I'm terrible <laughs> at survivor challenges, so I really shouldn't talk. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that slider puzzle is so much more difficult. I actually know how to do that one. Well,
0: the funny thing is when Chris, like chimed in. He's like, you guys, it's Ghost Island. And I'm thinking, what else would it He's all. be? <laughs> it's <laughs> Ghost, Ghost Island. Island.
1: Yeah, we know that. We just have to move the pieces around them. That's, <laughs> we still have to do that part. You can just pick it up and move it. Sorry, I'm not.
0: James Mirror Domains. Uh James does well if he doesn't have to go in the water. That's actually kind of true. Oh,
1: he didn't go in the water. He didn't. Good point.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure he... I don't know. It's really, I don't know how long they were doing that slider puzzle for, or I just know slider puzzles are like way harder.
0: I think I would have been a little confused. Like I think You'd I in my brain I would know how to do it, but I would be like overwhelmed. It'd be just I lot. also
1: did not do well in a slider puzzle in my <laughs> season, but I know how to do it now because i worked on the challenge for so long. You start at the bottom. You start at the bottom and work your way up. If you so, start-
0: anyone who's watching who applies for Survivor or any <laughs> reality show, if there's a slider puzzle, Katie's got the tip. Yeah, we know how to do it now.
1: <laughs> I might be able to talk about it. I might not be able to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, congratulations to Navidi again. Lolo Malolo mm. just got a lot more Lolo so sad they lost <laughs> another immunity challenge oh, yeah. but before we dive into the last half of the episode tonight I just want to tell you about how you can have some fun in your life and learn and grow in all areas for those of who for those of you who do enjoy those things we have a podcast for you conversations with Maria menunos it's a podcast edition that's hosted by our afterbuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes conversations with Maria menunos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life from health and wellness to career and relationships finances and more let our maria be the big sister you never had just go to itunes and subscribe to conversations with maria menounos for free be sure to rate and comment and when you let maria know it was us who got you there oh make sure you let her know we were the ones that got you there conversations with maria menounos podcast edition make sure to check it out Menunos. All right.
1: It's not easy to say.
0: Menounos. Manunas, Menounos Menounos, 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 Menounos. Menounos. Yeah, it's kind of like, you That's say it a lot.
1: Menunos.
0: <laughs> Menounos. So, Malolo lost. And obviously, Michael, Stephanie, and Jenna are feeling very much at the bottom, which is so annoying because it's like so predictable that one of those are going to go home. And I was really hoping that someone from Navidi would just shake something up. But... All three of them are kind of scrambling in their own right, but let's talk about the island flirting first. Tarzan oh, and God. Jen. Ugh. So I know in the last two aftershows, I kind of, you know, the first aftershow I was on for this season so far, I teased that there might be a little love affair going on on this season last after show we did, I confirmed that Jenna and Sebastian were definitely dating since their survivor stunt, And then I find out that they have an Instagram together called Tarzan and Jen. So if you want to see their budding love, make sure to check it out. Um, so yeah, Tarzan and Jen were flirting in tonight's episode, which I feel like was this, we're watching the start of their relationship. What do you think of these two?
1: Um... Wait... So they're flirting because she's like, I'm going to braid your dirty hair. And he's like, "Roy." Really? <laughs> he's like, braid I need, my dirty he's like, she's I need like, one hair Sometimes I'm resting bitch face. And he's like, I <laughs> have a dreadlock. Like, they're perfect for each other. That was
0: literally the best reenactment. I loved every <laughs> second of that. Um, yeah, he really, really was like, I need a, a braider. A I braider. I need a braider to stay to help me with my dreads. And I was like, He okay. is like
1: Aussie, but you know when you put a record... I'm showing my age. Damn no, yeah, it. Okay, now I'm I'm legit, though, because it's vinyl. Okay, yeah. so you need put a record on. Mm-hmm. It's on the wrong speed. He's Ozzy on the wrong speed. It's like slowed <laughs> down a little bit, and it's like a little bit warped. But if you go like this and you look at it, it's like, oh, it's Ozzy. <laughs> so
0: good. Actually, Sheena123, rate Jenna and Sebastian against Amanda and Ozzy. Hmm. How would we rate that? Because <laughs> I think like they're on very different, like very different level. Yeah, no. But I will say there are some comparisons I feel like between Jenna yeah. and Amanda. No, maybe, maybe.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like both of them are kind of vanilla right now. We yes. don't know very much about about Jenna. Well, I don't I do even know her like name like is maybe Jenna.
0: It's setting up. Like I think Jenna is using her flirting. Strategy, which I feel obviously paid off for her tonight, because it kind of kept her name out of some of the other Navidi members' mouths. Yeah. Um, So maybe that little bit is going to showcase that Sebastian might be the one to jump and help Brad uh, help Michael and Jenna moving down the line.
1: I mean, they're going to work together, and that is going to bite them in the butt. That's what I think. Because once you identify yourself as a couple, then the target's on you.
0: Yeah. Unless you're Robin, Can we talk
1: about Michael's adorableness really quick? Tonight, oh, when he I was mean, crying, God. I just wanted
0: to, like, hold him and be like, it's okay, That's when it was
1: weird, and I was like, now you're, like, a baby infant, like, a year <laughs> older than my nephew? No, I feel like you're like, you know. oh. But like he's so cute. and he's, He had
0: such a great like tender moment. He, I think he
1: played too hard in the beginning with that idol thing. I know you liked it, but I think it was, I, it was, I was confused. I was like, why would there be two but people? But he did a what good
0: job at like coming back from that.
1: Backtracking? Because he
0: sat down with Bradley who, in my opinion, was the one that Bradley was going to target Michael, but when Michael sat him down and said, you know, moving forward, you have to think about strength in these challenges, and I I can help you. Like, we need to stop losing. And I think Michael Bradley makes a very that. strong argument.
1: I think Bradley's really, really smart, and I think that he loves this game, and mm-hmm. I think he knows exactly what he's doing and i think that he's smarter than we think he is and he knows that he should not get rid of michael right now yeah at all I and agree. also he's going to appreciate someone that did that cuz he loves the game so much it's sometimes it's hard like i used to try and be more straight faced cuz i was sometimes i was like oh my god this to be such a dork but i think i feel like he's like that like i think he's very very smart and he knows he doesn't know that michael is 12 18 years old Eighteen. Years eighteen. Old. Can you hear my stomach growling? Right right? so it has nothing to do with him being eighteen years old. Sorry, <laughs> it
0: has to do with the coffee and the pastries. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, w- we saw Michael do his little pitch. Jenna did her little flirting, and then there was Stephanie. And I don't feel like she really presented the best case to Riley when she was like, "I know I was a little crazy, I'm super crazy
1: but you should t- keep me around." Sorry, so yeah, I when you so admit much. that you're
0: the crazy one, people are going to be like start thinking.
1: Yeah, Maybe he didn't kinda... even notice that she was crazy. But when you or, say it, it's yeah. like, ooh. Then you just made it a thing. And you're no longer writing hope in the sand, you're writing crazy.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if we just started <laughs> she's like crazy. doing circles and she's like, crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh. That's what happens
1: when you go to an island alone. She's like
0: ah! Losing her mind. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Brad, yeah, yeah. No,
1: I do not think that something is going on between Bradley and Kellen, which I never know how to say her name.
0: Do you think something, do you mean something romantic? Because definitely not. <laughs> but I do think that they have a good balance in their strategy because they clearly are balancing. They're like a good, they balance each other out well.
1: Yeah, because he is very strategic and yes. she is very emotional and like, She's also on one. She's going to... She is...
0: And she's better at the social game than Bradley because Bradley's arrogance is just
1: Well, and like, Bradley's a like, off. I hate everything oh about this God, island. Oh, my God. I'm dirty. Ew, look at dirty. Eddie Gores. Like, that's... It seems like that's slowed down a little bit, but I think that she is more likable. True. Than he probably is because he can... Get a little nasty, but I think he's just sarcastic and dry. What I did could possibly, if I was on his side, I would maybe align with him. I know that sounds you're really? not gonna like that. I know you don't, you know, I'm not a big fan. I'm not that, that,
0: that. that I dislike it, I just think that's interesting.
1: If he complained all the time, I would be done with that, right? But I actually think he's really smart,
0: yeah. Oh, there, I will definitely not deny that yeah. he's very smart, but I think. The person we should be giving more credit to is Desiree. Ah! Desiree to me is a standout and we don't see enough of her, which is really frustrating, but I'm hoping that means we'll see a lot of her moving <laughs> we forward. We see her
1: being dragged We the see water. her being
0: dragged and drowned. <laughs> but with Desiree, let's flash back to last week's episode when they were debating who should go home. It was her idea about voting for one of the men because it would be unexpected. She ended up, kind of paving the way for either Michael or Brendan to go home. And then Brendan ultimately was sent packing. But this week it was Desiree who also planted the seed of, we should go after Stephanie. She's very smart. She's strategic. And then took it upon herself to search through Stephanie's bag. Now (laughs) I know looking through other players' bags is a little controversial to some, but I would love to know from you, Katie, is it off limits?
1: Okay, so I actually have a story about this bad situation. Me. I'm ready for um it. Karen is worse than Bradley. Did we call him Bradley?
0: Was that a question in the chat? Yeah.
1: Channel? It's Katie who was worse, Bradley or Karen from Survivor Palau. Karen <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Karen, it wasn't just she wasn't really oh no, she was a complainer, but she also like had this weird cough. And she was like <coughs> and she was always like Tom, oh Tom. <coughs> <laughs> Crazy <coughs> aunt. And yes, she was <laughs> totally. 1,000%. Care. Crazy care. Um, Wait, what were you talking about? About if like, oh, the searching
0: bag. bags is really off limits.
1: Okay, so this is, I don't know what this is. probably against my, like, confidentiality agreement, but whatever. It's been 400 years. Um, <laughs> so Janu, on my season, had a weird bag, and she made it out of a Piece of material, and she had things in it. She was always like going through this bag thing, and I was obsessed with like what is it? What is in that bag? Because we have nothing. We were it's just like in a Mary our clothes. Poppins bag. It was yeah. It was. It, of trinkets. She would always yeah. It was trinkets. She was like a bag lady, and she would like take it to all the challenges and like look it around. And I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is in bag? Oh, sorry, my language. Um. So anyway, one of the producers, I had done an interview or something, and they never talked to you, hmm. but. This guy did. And it was like one of those moments where someone talks to you and you feel like human for two seconds. But all he said was, If you go through that bag, make sure there's a camera. <laughs> or let me know. Like just give me a heads up. Because
0: everyone's trying to know what's in Janine's
1: bag. I'm like, I'm not going through that bag. <laughs> we eventually did see what was in Jane's bag because she opened it up and I think someone else went over there. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was nails. Okay. From a challenge that like we had. Nail clippings. I'm just <laughs> Yes, it was like a voodoo doll of me. She's on exile. She she's like, oh, I gotta take my nails off. <laughs> no, it was like that. It was mm. nails like that we had in a challenge. It was her... Mementos. Um, very <laughs> expensive shoes. Weird. Like heels that she wore the first day. Um, and like, I don't know, it was, trinkets from the island, a shell.
0: Bag lady Janelle. It was, yeah. But like, let's say hypothetically she had some kind of advantage in there. Or she had... Yeah, some benefit in the game. What, would it be off limits to then search her bag? Stephanie no! Just got back from not, in this,
1: not in this climate on Survivor. Yeah. Are you kidding? There is immunity idols and under every rock in everyone's bag. I'd be checking people's ear holes at night to see if there's an immunity <laughs> idol on there. Because like, they're everywhere. Well, I and Search I- And destroy. True. Loss prevention. Just go through everything. And a lot
0: of people, I know some people that are like, oh gosh, like searching through the bag that's like not classy or that's just so out of the realm of the game. But if you really think about it, if you find a a hidden immunity idol, why would you put it in your bag? Like why? You've seen some people this go like hide prison. it in another spot and put it in their sand, and they—that's smart. Yeah. So I don't. I agree. I don't think the bag is necessarily off limits.
1: And also, I would have loved to have a damn bag. When are we getting bags? Sorry, just a backpack. Just chuck that around. Well, that's
0: why I love Desiree. I think <laughs> Desiree—that that was amazing—is one of the people we need to watch. She's smart, and I'm excited to see where she goes from here. But Tribal Council, you know, it was a it was a little emotional and in the sense that, like, as a super fan who's never played the game, I feel like I can relate to Stephanie. I feel like I can relate to Michael. Both of them are diehard fans. This has been something that they've dreamed of doing, and to know that it's going to be cut short because it's so predictable these five are sticking together, which is boring, it's sad. It sucks. You know, oh, gosh, my life in this game is at the hands of these five people. What do you think about this tribal council?
1: I think that when... Um when you say to a group of people that are also super fans, which is what you're dealing with, mm-hmm. we don't have any. There are a
0: lot this season too. There is
1: a lot. So when someone says, "I this is my dream," everyone's like, "Mine too, lady." <laughs> say that you're doing it for your kids, like that. That's why you're doing it. I don't. I mean, it's hard. To, she seemed to be. Um, At a loss, like she was going to start to cry a little bit because this was her dream. And I get it. This is my dream too. And I did it and I couldn't believe it. It worked. Um, Sort of, almost. Um, But I think that if you're in that kind... You have to think about every single thing that you say at Tribal Council. Mm -hmm. And Jeff is asking you questions for a reason. And you can choose whether or not to talk about it or not. Mm -hmm. You know? So I think that that was kind of a loaded question. And of course, it's everybody's dream. That doesn't make you special, and that's not going to save you in the game. That's That's when you throw somebody under the damn bus or something. You don't just give up and lay down your torch. Well,
0: someone in the live chat actually had a question about, do you feel like... Stephanie saying the stuff about her kids and being a mom, or did okay from James Mirror Domains. Did Stephanie playing that I'm doing this for my family card at Tribal make a difference, or do you think they already had their minds made up? I think their minds are already
1: up. That tribe is their minds are made up. They're the not unanimous. Yeah, they're except for hers. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> that that tribe is very much like the one that I played on. We knew what we were doing and we stuck to it, and that's the way you play. But guess what happens these days? Hmm. Drop your butts. Yep, that's because it's just too. You can't play that like way. It's it it Yeah, that's not fun. Nope. Everyone should be on a different team now. No more of this.
0: Agreed. So unfortunately for Stephanie, her argument just was not strong enough, and she was sent packing tonight, which I do think it was cut short. Like, I really would have liked to have seen Stephanie go further, but you had made a point that she played a little too hard too soon. Like, yeah. she was a little bit more vocal than most people we saw. So... She kind of dug her own grave.
1: Yeah, I'm into that under the radar or like under the water Desiree game. <laughs> like just be, don't be as invisible as Chelsea. Oh, but, you know, it's too early. Even though we're 13 days in, 14 days in now into the game, almost halfway. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts, to, everyone starts to lose their marbles. Everyone starts to, like you're either in it or you're not. Like,
0: And then if you're not, you're out. Yeah. So like if, speaking of out, let's do predictions for next week, because okay. you mentioned the Tribe Swap. And now, <laughs> TV
1: predictions.
0: Oh, this is a thing. So, no lie, y'all, when we were watching together, Katie did say drop your buffs before the preview for next week even happened. So, what do you think this Tribe Swap is going to do?
1: Well, it's going to shake up the game, obviously. Yes. That's what it's meant to do. Um, and it's going to break all of that predictability, but I also it's it also leaves things up to these survivor gods or whatever they're calling it, which is a real thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Kellen, um, she didn't want to go to Ghost Island, and the, just don't yep. say
1: it because it's going to happen. Because there's so much energy out there, and it, you're you don't have any. I know this is going to sound super weird, but you don't have any phones. You don't have any planes in the sky. You don't have any boats in the water, except for like crew stuff, which is very minimal. And so when you put things out there. You're putting the energy it's like right the into You're it. You're
0: manifesting
1: You are manifesting it. And it, it.
0: comes a lot quicker. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I think that um, things are going to come to bite people in the butt. So someone like Chris. He's,
0: yeah. I think the tribe swap. I think the tribe switch is definitely going to ruin Chris's game. Mm-hmm. He's going to go. I also feel like we've been seeing a lot more, this episode more so, about I feel like Bradley and Michael are going to stick together in this tribe swap. I'm going to predict that right now because this conversation between the two of them and Bradley seeing that Michael's strength and challenges, we're tired of losing, that I feel like we might see someone like Chelsea go. She's a little too invisible, not to the point where I think she'll go far. I just think it's too invisible because she's not offering a lot to the game strategically, or at least we're not seeing that. Um, So I think Chelsea and Chris are going to be two that I feel like might go soon. That's my prediction.
1: What's it? James. James? Oh,
0: James. Oh, we keep forgetting about <laughs> James. You literally name. were making a list of all the people's names it tonight is before your we walked in here. And and we like, couldn't come up with I it. No, so embarrassing. My name. <laughs> Damn.
1: Yeah, James is not really offering much, and he doesn't seem to be like. Um,
0: so we think like James, Chelsea, and Chris are like the three maybe next. Yeah,
1: to the go. ones you can't remember their names
0: are going to go. Someone did go. ask who's more invisible, Chelsea, Angela, or Libby? First off, Angela actually had screen time because of the whole Chris was telling me what to do and not asking me what to do and she almost went home. And then Libby actually made the move to go against Morgan at her tribal council, which was a big move on my in my mind. So I think Chelsea's the most invisible. Like who is she? I I don't know. And she flopped in that challenge tonight. So
1: And she really she really Um, did like Flop and flip.
0: (laughs) So if any of you guys have questions right now for Katie, feel free to ask in the live chat. Um, While we wait for some questions, we're going to talk about our fantasy draft. So um, our panelists, Paige, Timothy, and I all selected five survivors to be a part of our fantasy draft. I made a graphic this week, so it's a little bit more visual for everyone to know who's on whose team. Because Stephanie was eliminated tonight, she was originally on Timothy's fantasy draft, Chris was the wild card, and now replaced Stephanie on Timothy's team. So these are now officially locked for the rest of the season. Whose team, from observation, do you think is like probably the best, Katie? Mm. For me, it's hard to choose, because I think there's a standout on each team. Like Laurel for me, Wendell for Paige, and then Dominic for Timothy. Those are the three standouts for me. We Each have a standout.
1: Isn't that Michael?
0: Yeah, Michael's and
1: on Tim and Desiree. Yeah, that's and actually
0: a really that's a good. This is strong. Timothy's team,
1: but good. Chelsea and Chris. Well, bye. You don't have to have them all, right?
0: <laughs> no, but you're right. Michael and Desiree and Dominic. Yeah, Timothy does have a really good team right now.
1: I mean, Chris. If they go into individual challenges, they that guy should be gone before any. Someone should be thinking about that. True. Get rid of Chris. He is a stellar physical threat, get rid of him. Cause if you don't, he'll win the whole thing.
0: I agree. I'm excited to see how the rest of the season will play out. And hopefully Laurel wins. Cause she's my pick still to win. And she's on my yeah, fantasy team. I, I like Laurel too. So, um, Div- divana Leone um, asked, how would you rate this season overall so far?
1: I like the season. Sometimes I am working, so I don't get a chance to watch a lot. Um, or I catch up, but, or sometimes I'm bored.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm even Bria fan. Carter this season so far has been meh.
1: I mean, I've, I'm i into it. I'm actually watching it. Maybe it's because I'm not working right now, but I, you know, I'm excited about watching Survivor, which it is not always like that these days.
0: Sheena123, this is a challenge-related question. Does Katie think Jenna looks like Marie from the challenge? No. Don't think so either. (laughs) Absolutely not (laughs) at all.
1: Uh, The challenge is long because the audience wants to see more challenge.
0: My question for you is if you didn't get into the producing world and you pursued a different career path, do you think you would ever play Survivor again? If they ever called and said, "Hey, Katie, we want you
1: back." No, no one ever wants me back. <laughs> I've always said, and I've always said that I can never play Survivor again unless I was like trained by an Olympic athlete or became an Olympic athlete because I don't think I can play the same game. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I would do it again. I don't know. I almost died after Survivor, so but it's going to be ten years on my birthday that <laughs> I am in great health so i would totally do that again so then i could possibly almost die again (laughs) why not it's been 10 years why don't i just try to tick her out see if it's still working
0: well we have one final question from sheena123 and i'm glad someone asked this have you kept in touch with anyone from survivor pullout and if yes who have you talked to the most
1: um i mean it has been like 12 13 years Mm it's a really long time Um, I am still friends with my alliance. (laughs) Tom and Ian and Greg
0: Mm. and
1: Jen, God rest her soul. I probably talk to her the most. Mm. That sounds really cheesy, but I talk to her all the time. She's my angel. So that's who I talk to.
0: That's a beautiful answer. I love
1: (laughs) that. It's true.
0: Well, you guys, that wraps up our Survivor After Show for this evening. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. And more importantly, Katie, thank you so much for being here with me tonight. So I wouldn't be alone. It was so good <laughs> to see you. <laughs> it was
1: really fun. Thank you. Of I like. this. Where Hopefully, can I'm our back.
0: viewers see you on social media if they want to keep tabs?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter, Katie2Gypsy. And I'm on Instagram. Same, okay. same name. Katie2Gypsy, the number two.
0: Perfect. And you can find me on Twitter at James Hi. Wallington and on Instagram at Where's Wallington. And unfortunately, I won't be here next week because I'm going to be traveling to Singapore. My boyfriend and I have a travel blog called Backpacking Boyfriend. So make sure you check out our Instagram because we are going to be filming videos where you decide where we go next called Where to Next. So make sure to check that out. So I'll see you guys when I come back from my trip. And you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. I'll see you guys next
1: time. Thank you.